Crikey! This week we are taking you to the iconic Australia Zoo, as wild as life gets. Come with us as we walk over 10,000 steps from one end of the zoo to the other. Firstly though, for all those people out there who think Australia is full of things that can kill you, we visit Robert's Reptile House where we see at least half of the deadliest snakes in the world. We take you to see Australia's unique wildlife as well, including wombats, koalas, wallabies, echidnas, kangaroos, emus, oh, and did I mention deadly snakes? And don't forget the giant crocodiles. We make it to Tiger Temple just in time to see the tiger show and then pass the elephants having a bath and a dinner in the lake. Of course, we go to Bindi's Island where there are lemurs swinging through the trees, boa constrictors in the treehouse and tortoises just munching their way around the island. Next up is Africa where we learnt some fascinating facts about zebras, giraffes, cheetahs, rhinos and my favourite, the meerkats. We tell you as much as we can about the facilities at the zoo as well as all the shows and feeding times. We also share the story of Steve Irwin and about the stunning memorial they have to honour him at the zoo. Stay listening to the end to hear how brave we were, and that is an exaggeration, as we recorded live in different locations around the zoo and we were stalked by water dragons, which, if you can believe it, wander freely around the zoo and are as scary as they sound. If you'd like to see all the pictures that I took at the zoo, including all the animals, the dangerous snakes, then click the link to episode 93 in the description of the podcast player you are listening on now. I hope you enjoy our wild exploration of Australia Zoo. Good morning, Lyle. Crikey, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriate. As we said in the uh, intro, or as I said in the intro, here we are at uh, Australia Zoo. Now, Lyle was not that enthusiastic to come and um, walk around the zoo and do a podcast, but now that we're here, I'm, think, I'm pretty sure he uh, thinks it's a good idea, right? Yeah, well, uh, one of the first things we saw, which we won't go into quite yet, but uh, was the reptile uh, enclosure and there was lots and lots of really, really venomous snakes, all behind glass. But anyway, first of all, I think we should uh, tell people... Uh, well, Australia is world famous, as we've said. Um, yeah, well, we think it's world famous, but yeah, it is. I'm well, sure it's, it is. It's known overseas. Everyone okay, knows the guy, the, the guy that... Uh, well, actually, his dad... Bob Irwin was the first one to... Uh, started as a reptile park. Yeah, it was right? called the uh, Beerwa Reptile Park. Because the area where, it's, where we're at is Beerwa. Which sure. Is, what, let's put, um, put that in perspective for people. So it's probably an hour north of Brisbane, the capital of Queensland, yeah, by driving. Capital of Queensland, yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe, well, it took us 20 minutes from the coast... Yeah. to drive here this morning. So. Yeah, and it's probably only 15 minutes from the hinterland, like the big towns like Montour, Melania, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's quite handy. You can actually catch uh, 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 a, a train. Well, yeah, yeah, a bus from Brisbane and also the train. Mm. And uh, and that train drops you off at uh, Beerwa Station and there's a free shuttle bus to Australia Zoo yeah. from the Brilliant. train station. Right. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's really good. The... So the um, it started in, uh, well, the, the original uh, zoo, which was on two acres, right. uh, started in 1970. Right. Uh, the current um, property zoo property is on 700 acres with 100 acres on display. Yep. There are over 100 species of animals. Different types of animals, yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and what, about 500 staff? Yeah, they've got 500 staff, yep, yep. And what was the weekly food bill for all these animals? Yeah, so I saw an article that uh, Rob Irwin, who is... Bob. The, Bob 
uh, Robert, Robert, yeah, yeah, Robert Irwin, which is the son of Steve. Um, there was an article on COVID and, and the struggles they had through that two years of COVID. And he stated that uh, even though they were closed, there was still an $80,000 weekly food mm. bill for the animals. So yeah, A bit more than a few teenagers then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the, as part of the complex, there's also uh, the Australia Zoo Wildlife Hospital. Yeah, that's um, well, like, well respected too. You know, I know they do a lot of work there with injured animals. Yeah, well, they're basically saying that the the um, the zoo has treated over ninety thousand uh, animals, mm -hmm. which is pretty impressive. It is impressive. And I think there's, you know, I, mm -hmm. I saw somewhere where there's different Australia Zoo hospitals uh, yep. in different places in the world. Yeah, so okay. that's, that's one of those things. Uh, yeah, so, so it's even impressive when you arrive um, here, isn't it? You know, like the entrance, the, you know, they've got big crikey signs and Steve Irwin got a photo with Lyle, you know, standing there under under Steve Irwin. And, Between um, his legs, actually. Yeah. Um, I've actually got an annual pass because, you know, that's what you do when you live in the area. Because no, that's can... what you do when you've got grandchildren that uh, live quite close by. So Yeah. So that's... we're going to, um, you know, wander around today and, and, you know, talk to you about, you know, different exhibitions and, and that sort of thing. Uh, as you come in the main gate area, though, there's the first thing you see are those rhinoceros. They're not, yeah, they are lizards, but I can't think of what their, their name Anyway, like. So you start right smack bang in your face these, you know, like um, ancient looking, <laughs> you know, hideous looking to me, uh, creatures. Yeah, and they're about a, probably about a metre long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So and, and but they, they, all they're... the enclosures are so nicely done though. You, like they're, you honestly, there's so much shade here. There's so many trees, you know, like um, the paths are just easy to follow. It's a very pleasant experience to walk around the zoo and um, you definitely need your map and you need to plan what you're doing. Uh, where we're sitting now is actually right outside. It, we're sitting in the Crikey Cafe. Yeah. It's the biggest cafe I've seen in my life. We came here to get a coffee to start our day and then we're overlooking the Crocosseum, which is where the shows are, which we'll probably talk about a little bit later as well. But I said to Lyle, um, you know, I normally, when I come, I normally do the same sort of circuit. Let's go a little bit different this morning. And so we headed, I wanted, I saw a sign that said wombat. So you know how I love wombats. And so we headed over there and there's this beautiful, gorgeous, fluffy little wombat. Like, <laughs> I would have probably described it more as chunky. <laughs> so I, that's probably what I like. I'm a bit like me, chunky, <laughs> cute, chunky, waddles uh... around. <laughs> I'm going to reserve comment on that. Good idea. Because uh, whichever way I'm going to go, win. I'm going to be wrong. But yeah. Then we headed into the um, the snake enclosure. Well, we did, but we walked past the alligator display. Oh, there's American alligator. Yeah, American right. alligator. But did you know that Terry Irwin, she, um, before she even met Steve, she So had Terry Irwin is Steve's wife. wife. Yeah, yeah, who still lives here, the mother yeah. of Bindi and Robert. She um, had a, a, a wildlife sort of... Um, same sort of thing uh, in in America. She called it Cougar County, and she was, you know, like rescuing an, uh, these wild animals. And so before she even knew Steve, she was into that sort of conservation um, stuff. So yeah, that I, I thought that was amazing. Well, the thing that I always wondered, and I've wondered for a long time, but I, I only found out this morning, there's a difference between crocodiles, like Australian crocodiles, and American uh, alligators. Well, crocodiles are bigger too, aren't they? Well, basically, it's their snout. So the, the Australian crocodile is more V-shaped, 
whereas the uh, alligators are more U-shaped. Right. That's the main thing. The alligators have got these black spots all over them. And the other thing is alligators have an extra eyelid and they use that like um, a pair of swimming goggles. Oh, that's which clever. Swings, you know, well, that's evolution, yeah. isn't it? So but when we were walking past those American alligators today, they were cleaning out one of the ponds and there's a great big alligator just sitting there under the tree and the guy is in the enclosure. I... Yeah, you want to be... <laughs> I don't think they get paid that much, but i got to tell you, if it get me even close. Last time I was here, there was a guy mowing the lawn, like, around the, the crocodile. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's just, that's just scary. But what, what Leanne said earlier about the infrastructure and, and, and the actual cafes and, and everything, all I, the best way to describe it, I think, for everybody to understand, is they have not spared a cent. No, and, you know, I sort of think about, you know, we're here as a, you know, a you know, mature age couple and there's a lot here for us to see. But I've also, as you've pointed out, come with the with grandkids and, my, and a lot of people here with children. Like it, it's, um, you can hire buggies and you can hire prams, but... Well, there's also a little train that goes around as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, true. But it's, the, the paths are open and wide. It's easy to push prams around. There's, there's so much to see. They've really got lots of different, um, you know, the amenities blocks are really good. You can fill up with your, we've got free water all around the place as well. You can fill up your water bottles. Um, there's, you know, people walking around, you know, with snakes and lizards that you can get a photo with. You can also book different experiences, you know, so you can cuddle a koala, you can do the tiger experience. There's a whole lot of other ones as well, um, which I'll put a link to, obviously, to the, uh, the Australia Zoo website in the, in, the, in the show notes, along with all the pictures that I'm taking today. Then, you know, probably in the last few years, they've developed this um, children's sort of playground area, which, you know, I know my daughter-in-law brings the, the grandkids out sometimes just to play in the water because it's so hot and it's just, you know, it's, it's for the cost of their annual ticket, they can just come and do that. And it's these water sprinklers and a big crocodile and kookaburra that drop, you know, water on, on the kids and there's a big sort of jumping... Um, like a balloon sort of area and you know the ice cream shop and everything there's just lots of little spots around if you want to um you know take take the day uh certainly there's there's plenty to do so it's, it's a great spot for kids well can i just i'm still getting over the mature aged uh comment you made i was going to say old people i thought that was actually a compliment well what's confusing me is the word mature oh okay well, that's in relation to how old we are. Oh, than, yeah, see, yeah, see, not, see. Not, um, okay, so... Um, look, not the way look, you behave. Look, it is very, very, um, what's it, seniors friendly. We, uh, our accommodation place we had in Monfort, which is only, as we said, 20 min minutes away, we used to get busloads of um, very senior people, probably, mm. you know, up to their 90s from the, maybe the 70 to the 90 mark. And every Wednesday uh, of those tours... The major trip and the most popular trip was the trip to, to the, the Australia Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they they really do cater well for older people and, and as Leanne just said, for kids as well. And they've got the buggies now, as I said. All right, so we've probably given you enough uh, enough sort of information. As I said, we're seeing... Are we not going to talk about yeah, yeah, Robert's yeah. reptile? Yeah, I am. I'm just about to say, we, I'm just sitting here, though, in this crikey cafe and it would be 100 metres long and this, we're the only ones in it at the moment. It fills up in holiday time. But So we're just having a coffee after we have been, our first place we went to have a look at past those lizards was Robert's Reptile Kingdom, I guess it's called. And you walk 
under these great big boulders and go go inside and it's dark and all along both walls are these displays with snakes and lizards and poisonous frogs but they're not just a window to look at the snakes it actually when you walk in it, it's stunning what they've got behind these uh enclosures are either photographs or or paintings yeah. and so they actually you know like the first one of the you know the eastern or the second one with the most deadliest snake in the world they show you where it lives by the the background and the trees and you know i've got some photos of it, 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 it i'm not really describing it very well but yeah no, it looks well, like it's it in is, its natural habitat say, it's like a window and then the the where the the, the reptile is or the snake is they've they've uh decorated that with like what they would normally live yeah, in yeah and then at the back of that they've got and i think it's more like paintings that they've painted that um, represent, the, represent yeah. so there's yeah, the outback the, there's the ones with the little blue and yellow dart the poisonous frogs you know they're they've actually got foliage in there and and there's like a little waterfall and um there's yeah like it's it's amazing like probably I, the best way to describe it is when you took the photos yes it looked like it i'm out look, there out there it, yeah <laughs> it didn't look like uh they were in a yeah. um a display case yeah it looked like you were out in the bush yes. or you're out in the desert True. where these things yeah. are now, and that, that's typical of, of all the most of the displays here at, at australia zoo yeah. they, they make them very very um lifelike and the, the other thing is you know everyone talks about i can't go to australia i hate australia not you know those all those things that are going to kill you well trust me they're all here mm -hmm. in, in <laughs> <laughs> but it also showed that the, the one was that which well i thought really scared me the most the rattlesnake was the american rattlesnake it oh was my it God. was raising its head and shaking its yeah, yeah. tail and oh oh, and then gosh. they've got these oh. uh the, the taipans yeah which are not well they that, that's an australian taipan so they are native to australia but you've got the red belly black snakes you've got the eastern brown snakes you've got yeah, uh, it was pretty, oh pretty damn <laughs> i gotta tell you i Oh, yeah. I know the glass was there, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have and bloody so nightmares tonight. Go, go and have a look at the photos. Tonight. It's um, Beach Travel Wine, and uh, this is episode 93. So go and, go and check out the photos of those snakes that I took in those. You'll think I was out in the bush with them, but I wasn't really. <laughs> yeah. Right, continuing on, we've left the cafe and our coffee, and we've um, headed away from the Coliseum. And we first thing we came across was the, what do they call it? Kangaroo Heaven. Kangaroo, oh, Rue Heaven. Rue Heaven, that's it. So this is like a great big sort of open green space where you can um, actually feed the kangaroos if you want to and the wallabies and you can just go up and touch them, pat them. There's some, you know, signs around of what you should and shouldn't do. Um, but when we went through, I took a couple of photos of, you know, you patting one and me standing. They, they were just, you know, basically lying on the ground, having a little nap in the shade, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they're pretty uh, laid back. Uh, obviously, they used to... Uh, vis visitors and people yeah, yeah. and um so there's but, great kangaroos and wallabies there so yeah just with the, the kangaroos yes look they are really quite common in australia um Leanne used to live in a place called woodgate and uh they're just everywhere yeah, they're, they're in near. they're in people's gardens they're on the beach um so they're quite common around anywhere still like, it's nice to see them up oh yeah like golf courses yeah. all that sort of stuff they're, they're there there's also in in that rue ha ha heaven um is some an enclosure where they've got echidnas and also quokkas and quokkas are apparently the happiest animal on earth is Did that you know right that? Yeah, yeah because they always look like they're smiling <laughs> is that right yeah, yeah. Oh. 
So we had a nice little walk through there. And, um, then we went to the wetland bird yeah, area. So yeah, you head out. And the, and the way they've got these sort of enclosures, all the enclosures, they, you know, they've got these big gate openings. So you could go in one gate and you're inside and then you go out the other way. So it's always the animals can't get out. Yeah, it's sort of like an airlock. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so then we walked out of the Ruhaven and headed into the, yeah, the wetland area. And um, it's beautiful. Like the, the ponds, the trees, the, um, you know, the landscaping in there. Like yeah, the and, bird, the, and the, like the little artificial waterfalls and, and that sort of thing. And we, the first one bird we came across was the brogga. Yes. And they're, they're, um, they're quite, quite big. Yeah, they're <laughs> probably over a metre high. Yeah. Uh, they're white. Uh, with uh, red colouring. Yeah, got some nice little photos. They were walking along in the pond getting things to eat. Um, the and one I like was the jabberoots. Yeah, so did I. I thought they're, they're much more colourful. The, they're more uh, like a blue-purple. Yeah, the head on them is yeah. shiny blue. That's and, a nice um, Actually, one of the interesting things I never knew yep. was that male jabberoos have dark eyes and female jabberoos have yellow oh. eyes. But so. these birds, are they're in an enclosure with a fence, but they build their nests up the tree and... Um, yeah, up to about 20 metres yeah. high. And one of the jabberoos in there, his name's Duncan, right? I didn't get that close. Yeah, Duncan. He said, g'day. <laughs> Love to have a beer with Duncan. Because <laughs> Duncan's me, mate. No, so you've got no idea how silly that sounded probably to people from overseas well, not knowing that that is actually an song. Australian song. Anyway, Duncan. Yes. This, I find and his mates. No, I find this fascinating. So they're in this enclosure, but it's not enclosed because they can fly and they can get out, right? Now, I know they can fly. Look, just li listen. So where we had our coffee was the the cafe, the Crikey Cafe, overlooking the Crocosseum. Now, every afternoon they do a show at the Crocosseum with the, the crocodiles and they do a, a bird of prey sort of flight show. And I we've been to that show a few times and you sit there and the birds actually fly in. Now, I'm just like, to me, that's incredible because these are wild birds. They're not like, you know, budgies. They're like massive big They're birds. They're trained birds. So, but Duncan, the jabberoo who lives over here, he flies in. Like he's like, they must give him a call and they've trained him over all these years. He just flies in. Do you in. reckon they'd sing out, hey, Duncan? Or Probably. They sing, they put, they play <laughs> that sun dusty song. I just think that's amazing. But what they also said was, because it is, He's a free flight bird and it's an open zoo. Sometimes he just doesn't go home after he flies. He goes wandering and visiting other parts of the zoo. <laughs> you are fascinated by that, I aren't you? I think that's amazing. Yeah. I wonder why they call him Duncan. But anyway, yeah. that's another story. So that was it. And just the, the enclosure in there is really nice. And then as you come out of the birds, of the wetland, sorry, there's like all the Australian birds, emus and, and cockatoos and that sort of thing. So they're all there. And, and, and they've got a big walkway all the way around that, that sort of enclosed area where they are as well. So that's pretty pretty fancy. And then you head off to the Southeast Asia yeah. so uh, there's area. A, there's a walkway there. And as you're coming out, there's more toilets, uh, amenities blocks. There's um, vending machines to buy drinks and that sort of thing. And, you know, nappy change rooms, parents' rooms, that sort of stuff. So if you need a a break before you head into Southeast Asia and you know and they've got this great big um you know uh, thing across the the path you know so and and the big statues and everything so it feels very authentic doesn't it very very Asian yeah like yeah yeah jungleish almost jungle yes it does and uh and yeah the first so thing the you see there's, there is a cafe there uh, the first thing you actually see are the elephants correct and, and the, there, there's three styles of elephants there's Sumatran elephants yep. there's the uh, African, there's two styles of African. One's the sa savannah elephant and the other one is the forest African elephant. But the ones that are there are the Sumatran elephants. 
apparently. And well, one of the things that I never knew and I learned was that their ears, elephants' mm. ears, are not only for hearing. No. What they do is they uh, they collect the heat and that sort of thing in their ears, ah! and they use them <laughs> for cooling. What are you worried about? There's lizards. Yeah, they're everywhere. I know. It just came around. I don't know where it went. Went under the table. Oh, <laughs> oh I think he's going to eat you. No, he's not. Oh, it's okay. It but yeah, so they they actually use the. Uh, They're sitting ears. outside. If you can't tell it, don't be a sook, man. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so they use their ears um, as uh, cooling yep. for for them, and also, which I didn't realise, is that tr the trunks they don't eat through the trunks, and no. they don't drink through the th trunks although the trunks they can spurt water at it correct but they use it the, they use the trunk to, to to for water and they then just squirt that into the their mouths and also they use their trunks for eating into their mouths so, um, yeah I, I i found it all fascinating mm. and, and then, the other thing i noticed is um because i'm looking at the map as we're talking trying to follow where we've been because as we said it's 100 acres there's lots of there's spots around where you can actually get um, free wi-fi as well if you need to do that we went past the red panda then. Now, I think I've been here, you know, a dozen times and I've seen the red panda once. Um, he's very Well, elusive. I must have been lucky, lucky Lyle, because I have seen the, 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 red, pandas. the red panda. And I've only been here once before, so <laughs> they look, they're really quite You've cute. Seen more than once, but once, they are very cute. But past the red pandas, we arrived at the tiger enclosure just in time to see the tiger show, didn't we? At 11 o'clock. Yeah, the tiger show is. And they put all this food out for the tiger to find. Now, we weren't, we were a bit late, so we didn't get a seat in the little amphitheater, but we, we got another spot right in front of the windows. And I got some, so this the, the tiger came through, didn't he? And um, right past us. So I got some, some great photos. Yeah, and who here. knew the tigers love chicken? I don't know, right? Well, maybe he didn't either. Yeah, so but a bit of a tip. As yep. Lan said, we, we didn't get the chance to sit in the, um, the auditorium part. So... And we got there about probably five to five to yeah. eleven, yeah. and so and everything was taken. So if you want to see the tiger show, uh, definitely turn up early. Yeah, do that. And, sure. uh, and get yeah, up front, get get up front for the little ones because people sort of stand up. Although there's some seating area, but but that's even that enclosure. You know, the the tiger jumps in the pool and climbs up the tree to get his chicken, and yeah, it's it's. it's and it's there's nice. obviously you know a guy on a microphone, one of the staff talking about you know. Yeah. Um, all about tigers so yeah. that was where it's still well worth seeing and then and as then, you go leave that you know we were, we were saying you know the walkway as you come out of the tiger enclosure it's, it's got this massive big bamboo shading the path and even the amenities block has got like timber decoration on the outside to make it look really authentic and, and rustic and there's an ice cream and cold drink shop right there as well um and then normally what you know when i when i come i generally go from here from the tiger show around to africa um, but today we, I wanted to come to, to Bindi's Island. So this is where we're sitting now out, outside Bindi's Island and Bindi's Island is, um, is, is, it is an island. It's surrounded by water. You've got to cross a, a little bridge to get there. And, and the reason they, they have it as an island is because it's got lemurs on there and, um, it's like a natural environment for them. So there's not really any fences. They just can't get across the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like we, we saw a. Um, you know, half a dozen lemurs, they were just sort of lazing around in the tree. Um, and one particular lemur 
Where was, was, I know, was a bit, uh, a bit excited. How can I say? Yeah, excited. Yep, yeah, a bit uh, like you, the turtles we saw in. Um... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we actually saw a couple of tiger uh, turtles getting after it in uh, Robert's reptile place. Um, They're like, we're going to get eaten by these snakes. We might as well go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, this particular lemur, he was very, you uh, mm. almost say, sexually excited. It just, and it was a little, little anyway, boy, that, <laughs> and it yes. just kept on popping in and popping out, and popping in funny. and popping out. And there's a little treehouse in there that you can climb up and there's a boa constrictor what else is in on bindi's island like there's um uh the, the big, yeah the great big um tortoise yeah it's it's uh aldabra aldabra a l d a b r a aldabra tortoise like massive like one of those great big ancient sort of ones uh a little echidna called prickle was his name as well yeah and lovely big sort of walkway around the outside of the island it's it, it once again the landscaping it's just beautiful isn't yeah, it? yeah and you know? uh, look there's not a leaf out of place no, it's so no, well looked after so beautiful so that's where we're sitting now outside um bindi's island and um you know he actually goes through an old um what it looks like a uh, shipwreck to get to get through to bindi's island like the the doorways going through to, to see i was it. looking for the pirates the pirate, yeah yeah well that, that's the lemurs i guess they but you can't take any food in there. They're rousing you. And I've been in here with someone that took food in and we got in trouble. Not that we had it open, but I think one of the kids was hanging on to a packet or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so what's your favourite along those, that, that sort of thing? Like, there's lots of stuff, isn't there? There's, do you know what? Sorry, before I let you answer your question. You know, you go to a lot of these places and they've got all the, you know, the information and how big they are. And they've got all of that here too. But the way they've got it displayed on those signs, I just think it's fascinating. Like, really well done. Really simple. Um, yeah, there's know, not too much information no, that you get overwhelmed fun by. Fun facts, so you can, you know, yeah. find out about that, about the elephants. We learned that today. You learned yeah. about the goggle, the, the eyelids on the alligator, you know, and I learned about Duncan, me mate, flying into the, the crocosseum and building the nests up high. Like, there's, yeah, I just reckon it's fabulous, all the, the information you get. You don't, yes, you don't have to read a whole lot to learn it, right? Correct. Yeah, so, so we're going to go onwards and upwards, and we will uh, be back when we won't we? We're going to Africa. Yeah, we are. let's go. So we're sitting here in Tiger Temple. Yes, yes with no tigers. <laughs> well, we saw them earlier, but we've just got back from Africa. Uh, so probably just to describe it a little bit, if you've never been to Australia Zoo, you, Africa's probably the furthest uh, exhibition from the main area. And it's a decent walk. We've probably done, uh, we've done nearly 8,000 steps so far today, and we're not back at the um, exit yet. So uh, yeah, take you, you can actually walk all the way over to Africa and then they do a shuttle bus or back. So a lot of people do take that option, which I under, understand because sometimes it's very hot. But the walk over there, especially from Bindi's Island, big wide cement path the whole way. Um, there's, there are some shaded areas along the way with some seating as well and lots of information about conservation uh, efforts and things that they support in, in Africa. So... When you get to Af up to call the African uh, enclosure, it's massive, mm. and um, you're up high, so you don't see. Look, doesn't even look like it's fenced in, does it? You're sort of looking down on these green plains and the beautiful uh, palm trees and the the big rock sort of formation into into the housing and caves and things that they've got for the animals. Um, the first animals that I spotted were the zebras. Yeah. Yeah. Or, for our American listeners, zebras. <laughs> yeah, we say zebras here. And I was trying to look at them to see, like, uh, is it black on white or white on black? But one of them even had, like, brown 
on it as well. So black, white and brown, I was confused. But anyway, they're pretty clever little, you'd think they're not that smart, but they've got like, um, the stripes are for a really good reason, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what the stripes do, because the, the actual zebras are quite fast. They go up to about 65 kilometres an hour, which basically is that little bit fractionally faster than lions and tigers. And uh, the stripes, what they do is when they're, they're being... Uh, you know, chased. The, the, yeah, chased or the pre, hunted. You know, hunted. Um, what they do is the zebras jump up and down right. know, on the spot, sort of thing, or as they're going along. And what that does is it puts off the equilibrium of the predators because of the stripes. Yeah, it's yeah the it stripes. It that, yeah, them. it just confuses them. Right. And so now the other thing is that, that I didn't know that a group of uh, zebras is called a zeal or a dazzle. Mm. Okay, I so I like the, dazzle. Oh, it's, well. <laughs> And in the um, the big African enclosure is uh, oh I've lost the, like ten or more um, giraffes and there's some there were some baby ones when we were there. Um, now they're the tallest land animal, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. In fact, the record is over five meters yeah, high. Yeah, that's cool. And we both learnt something that we didn't know, which I was I thought was really interesting about about giraffes and the the patterns on them right yeah the, the yeah the blotches yeah there's not one that's the same yeah they're like a fingerprint yeah so isn't that, that i found that i mean i guess you think about it it probably makes sense but yeah like you yeah they're all different so everyone's unique yeah, yeah? that's and, correct yeah, yeah yeah and in the same enclosure you've got the rhinoceros yeah they're oh they're massive they're the big white rhinoceroses with the great big um they're not uh, yeah, they, oh, yeah. They, actually, I think they are, yeah. they, but they're not exactly white, are they? No, yeah. but they, that, you can distinct the, the tell them apart from other rhino species because they've got a, like a big um, square bottom jaw. Yeah, a yeah. bit like you. <laughs> That's it, Captain <laughs> America here. Um, yeah, but they uh, the interesting thing they're from, huge. They're they the are, second they are, biggest land animal after elephants. Ah, uh, right. Okay, yeah. and they also um, yes, they're, they're they heavily poached. Yeah, but for their. Um, they're, for the horn. Yeah, right. Now, the tusk horn, whatever yeah, it's called. The interesting part about that, which I didn't know, that horn is basically made up, uh, well, the compound is made up of hair and nail. It's the same as, yeah, nails, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so which are you think to yourself, why? why would that be so... But they've got a real, they've, they've reduced it by about 90%, I saw on the, the information today, the poaching. Um, you know, they're, they're really doing a really good job of it. And yeah. then uh, yeah. another endangered animals are the cheetahs. Oh, well, can we get to them in a minute? Sure. Because the next, the, that's what's in this one enclosure, the great, not oh, even, yeah. it's not even an enclosure, this, this massive, you know, space, open space. Savannah. Savannah, there we go. And the gardens around that, you know, like they've got the, the grasslands and the cacti and the, the plants that just, obviously go with the savannah in Africa like mm. it's you've, you've got to see it to believe once again everything's pristine everything's in you know like there's nothing out of place it looks amazing and then they're actually what while we're while we're here today and I'm sure obviously you, you, after this it'll be different but they've, they've they used to have a cafe over there in Africa which they're now building a brand new one they've got a brand new um uh cheetah enclosure which I'm going to talk about in a sec but the my one of my favorites and which today was the um the meerkats now, what I noticed about the meerkats today, there was one just sort of standing there looking very nervous. I've got a little photo and video of him. Um, when, they, when they're not standing tall, they're about half the size. Did sure. you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> just those tiny little things. And they were just playing, having a lovely little time. You got the, a video of that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little, having a little. Well, one of them sort of snuck over and put his head up and was looking at the other two playing. And then he went down and snuck around and pounced on them. So. 
Well, the interesting um, bit of information <coughs> that I found out about the meerkats, they have a translucent inner eyelid that protects their eyes from the sand. Yeah, because that's right. Good, good point, yes. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, because they normally live in pretty sandy um, in, in places, don't they? Now, the cheetah enclosure, the reason I wanted to leave that to last is because that was new since I was here last. And, um, I mean, they're always improving things here at the zoo. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? And yeah, it's, well, it, I, probably, I probably haven't been here for maybe, I don't know. Five years, maybe? Five years, maybe. And it's almost unrecognisable. Mm. Like, there's some things that haven't They've changed. They've got the basics, yeah. Yeah, like the tiger enclosure. That's yeah, exactly tiger the temple, same as yep. it was. And the panda enclosure. Panda. Oh, the red panda oh, yeah, enclosure, yeah, yeah. whatever. And the crocosan. Uh, yeah, it, yep. but uh, there's other parts of it that... Uh, as you say, the new cheetah. Um, yeah, so you you sort of up, up high, and once again they've got information all about the cheetahs, which you're going to tell us about in a minute. There's two cheetahs in there that I could see, and they're sort of there on the lake um, that adjoins Bindi's Island as well, and you know big shady trees, and you look down on them as well. It's very open, and you, yeah, just if I was a cheetah, I'd be happy living there. Yeah, well, I think the other side of it too. I'm not sure that the the current landscape does would be like the 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 savannah of because it's South so green Africa. and it's so much because at the moment <laughs> queensland is right in the middle like yeah. it's subtropical and and we've had an enormous amount of rain mm. uh, especially overnight and then you wake up mm. you know during the day and it's beautiful sunshine have you but, mentioned how fast the cheetahs run we've already no run. i haven't oh. i haven't got to that so the cheetahs are the fastest land animal so we've had the tallest land animal the biggest land animal the second biggest animal and now the fastest the fastest and they go up to uh just on 120 kilometers an hour and the reason why they can uh they, they say that they can run so fast is because they have a very flexible spine mm. and a really strong tail very strong tail which keeps their balance mm. and also their paws are retractable or their claws paws yep. are retractable yep. and and uh, they can see for their eyesight's so good they can see for up to five kilometers yeah so if someone's you know predators are after them they can see that well far. They're, they're probably the predators being the fastest they can see what they're yeah. after now, now they're, they, <laughs> they're, they're all the animals are gathered around the you know the pond there in the savannah and there's the cheetah five kilometres away, how long does it take him to get, if he goes 110 kilometres an hour, how long does it take him to get to the pond line? Not long. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so now they're very much endangered as well. They're, they, 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 uh, oh, but they've got a fascinating... Um, yeah, the way they protect them. What's, in, what, in, in Africa, yeah. Yeah, they, they've got it. They have a special, it's almost like a... A, a sheepdog. <laughs> no, no, it's almost like that. The actual people that look after it are all female. Yeah. And they're. Uh, That's the rhinos. And it's the same. Oh, okay. Okay, it's the same mob. And. Um, the, but they're it's farmers. Main, it's, main, all... it's, main, it's mainly f female. Yes. And it's like an army. And what they do is they use dogs to keep the predators away. So instead of losing, because what the farmers are concerned about with the cheetahs is they kill their stock. Yes. So they use these dogs yeah. to keep the predators away from the cheetahs and the dogs and the cheetahs for some unknown reason. Get on. Like they, sheep that, dogs, like yeah, cheetah sim dogs, right? Sim similar yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, and, and apparently it's made a huge difference to yeah. the cheetah population. So lots of inf interesting information over there. So I really like that Africa. And when they've got that new cafe area built, that's just going to be spectacular. A couple of things I want to talk about though, Lyle, um, is, I only want to mention it a bit before, but the toilets here, right? 
Now, I know that, you know, most people don't care, but I've probably been to the toilet four times today. That's what happens when I have a cup of tea and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And they have thought of everything in the toilets. Like, they're clean, they're new, they're, you know, um, they've got, um, in some of the toilet blocks, they've got, like, little toddler chairs. You can actually strap your toddler in while you go to the toilet, you know, so that that's, you mean, when you've been to, a, to the toilet with a toddler, you know how handy that is. They've got little seats so you can set your bags and sit so they're not on the floor as well. They've even got toilets for children, like small um, size toilets, you know. So you imagine the amount of kids that come here. How good's that? You know, they just they, they just think of these things. So I, I don't know. I just think it's really... Well, in one of the, the, the last toilets that you went in, you probably didn't notice, but because I didn't go to the toilet, I had time to observe. And they actually have free ladies products okay. available. Yeah, so, so they've got that. And I like there's a big ceiling fan in there. You know, the just yeah, like just good to know. And they're they're all the way around the the zoo. See, it's not like you're going to, you know, have something to eat and just be stuck over at Africa and think you can't, you know, find a toilet. They're 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 pretty. You know, you wouldn't go 500 meters without finding another one. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm probably the best I could put it as an Australian and as a Queenslander, I would be very very proud to recommend the Australia Zoo as an attraction to international guests because it is so well designed and everything so uh, new. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what I did want to mention, though, there are a couple of things like uh, that we haven't talked about. And so we've probably seen everything that we're going to see today. Um, but I do want to mention uh, some of the other things that are available. I'll get, I did get some photos. There's the um, what they call the Crikey Kids Corner. Now, I've been there many times with my grandkids. And that's, um, it's right near, the, it's called the La, near the Laughing Frog Lolly Shop. And it's, it's a water playground. And they've got these big statues of this big laughing frog and the water comes out its mouth and there's other statue animals around. It's all this water spurting out and it's soft ground, you know, so kids aren't, if, even if they slip, they're not gonna hurt themselves. And that's perfect on a hot day. And I just, I heard a mum over at Africa saying, Oh, okay, we're hot now, we've done it all, let's go to the water playground. So it's something that they generally save to the end. But here's a hint for you. I've been here, um, as I said, with grandkids, and if you go there straight away, there's no one else there, like first thing of the morning. And that's happened this morning when I went and got some photos when we were there, you know, like there's, there's no one there. And then behind the water playground and the lolly and ice cream shop is this great big jumping pillow. Um, which is amazing. I think I might have mentioned that that earlier as well. But once again, it's covered in shade and, you know, it's just ideal for kids. And there's a little uh, merry-go-round there as well that operates, you know, which got Steve in the middle with holding a crocodile and get on a boat or something, you know, a little, little ride. So that's a really good kids area just to let them have a play. And there was another play area on Bindi's Island as well at the bottom of the treehouse. So you can walk around there. It's like a climbing area with soft you know, fall as, as well, like a nice little, just some, something different if the kids need a break from walking, because there is a lot of walking, isn't there? Yes? Yeah. I've lost you. I was gone. <laughs> yeah? yeah it's, um, oh, another lizard. He's pointing out a lizard. That's just wonderful. Now, there, uh, one of the most popular things is the, um, the Wildlife Warriors show, right? Now, that's on each day at 1.15. But let me tell you what other shows there are. Do you want, will I do that now? At 9.30, in Grace's Bird Garden, they feed the birds, right? At 10 o'clock, uh, they feed the giant Aldabra tortoises. Um, the Tigers Alive show, well, it was on 11 o'clock today, but they say to check the board for that. The, um, now, the elephants live. We got that on yeah, our way back did. from yeah. Africa. Yeah, we yeah stopped, pure luck. They were feeding the elephants, and they're in the big 
water pond and the, the got water spray coming out and shit and the ladies throwing them fruit and they're splashing around. That was pretty cool. Um, one fifteen. That's the big one. It's the Wildlife Warriors Show. Now, that's, that's at what, the Crocker Sam. That's at the Crocker Sam. So they say they bring you face to face with um, birds, slithering snakes, and they'll get your adrenaline pumping as you watch a massive croc launcher strike from the water's edge. So they basically hold out the the food and the comes up and they bang the water and it swims up the the path and um yeah so i'm going to scream again if that lizard comes any closer <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> um and there's a yeah so as i said mentioned before duncan the the um jabiru he'll fly in you know and he's not the only one these wild birds just fly in and they do a circle and land they actually land there's a couple of spots around the, the crocosseum oh go away throw something at it <laughs> around the crocodile. So. you're in oh, the australian zoo i know um, we'll be getting oh my God. Closer, I know. closer look where ah! he is now <laughs> shoo got my feet up i don't like them okay three o'clock is it um protect me lol he's just looking at it three o'clock i'm giving it the stare <laughs> three o'clock is the koala's live so you can get up close and learn about this you know this aussie icon Three and there's another three o'clock. There's another bird show live. He's getting closer. <laughs> um, and you can feed the echidnas as well. And three thirty. I've seen this one. This is funny. The otters live. That's right over near the entrance. They're they're um pretty cheeky little things. Those otters as well. We might go and have a look at those on our on our way out. So there's a lot to see. A lot of shows. Um, and if you're lucky like us, we just happened to cross the tiger one, and we just happened to cross the elephant one as well. So yeah. Um, you reckon you? A meter away, or do you reckon you get in closer? Yeah, this lizard, lizard that we're looking at. But oh, one yeah. of the things about the crocodile sham, like we've seen that show a couple of times, mm. but we also went and saw uh, crocodiles live in uh, Darwin, and we've got a um, we've got a podcast on Darwin, and um, those crocodiles, they are fearsome. Yes, they, they are. are. Yes, they um, are. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be going near them. Um, and there's there's also a few shops around. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nice lizard. Nice lizard. Nice little lizard. There you go. Um, there's a few um, oh, shops around, and one of them has what is called Robert's Gallery. And uh, Robert Irwin's a really good photographer, and he's got a lot of his uh, photographs for sale and on display there. And that's underneath the Crikey Cafe. Yes. Mm. And what about the. Let's talk I'm about standing this. guard for the lizard. All right. That's why I'm not saying yeah, go too on, much. Shoot. Don't antagonise him. Um, uh, See? Um, <laughs> Lyle, can yes. we talk about Steve Irwin now? Oh, yes, and we that, can. Um, that, In a hurry. Yeah, that, that memorial, please. Yeah, like, look, seriously, Steve Steve um, Irwin was huge in the 90s and the early 2000s. He was um, just his effervescent... Um, personality personality he was a he was a huge star i mean he was on all the american shows like letterman and j-lo um jay lennon and, and all those sorts of shows and he was just incredible and um they used to he was known as the crocodile hunter and yeah. and uh, i'm just keeping my eye on this list he's just, <laughs> just gone behind us anyway he unfortunately uh he died in 2006 yeah and that was a really a, sad day. Yeah, I mean, really, in Australia, it was it was really, really a very sad day. Every, mm. Everybody you spoke to was just so shocked because he was he was unbelievably likable. Yep. He was unbelievably 
uh, huge in. Um, oh, his personality was bigger than life. You yeah, know, the that's crop, what he, was, I was, he was enthusiastic. He was effervescent. He was amazing. You know, like yeah. he so loved he, by everybody. Yeah, so know? he basically uh, got killed doing what he loved, and that was basically trying to. Uh, you know, in in the in the uh, wildlife, and he mm. actually, unfortunately, he got killed when a barb um, from a stingray. In, from a stingray, mm. I think it entered his chest mm. and basically his heart. Um, so he died. So he was, and he was only forty-four. Mm. But there's a, a wonderful photographic memorial to him, like this massive wall under the Crikey Cafe, and it starts from him and. Um, him as a kid. Him and Terry. Oh, yeah, baby. You know, and, 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 and he's sort of growing up. And then, you know, I've talked about, you know, coming here. He was born in Melbourne and he moved here when he was eight to this area. So it's all about his childhood. And then, you know, him and Terry, there's a whole, um, you know, wall just on, you know, when they got together and what they did and how they built the business. And then, of course, the next wall is all about when Bindi came along. And then the, the last one is when, when Robert came along. It's quite moving, actually, the, yeah. the memorial there. So... Um, look, I just think, um, I mean, as I said before, you know, like Lyle was, oh, I don't know. I, you were so glad we came today. I am because there were so many things. Like uh, probably my favourite thing was actually, which is the most scary, was having a look at uh, Robert's reptile area, which is uh, all oh, the snakes. Gosh, and... Yeah, so mate, all this stuff we're talking about, I've got photos of all of it. Um, so go, go and check that out. And um, at beachtravelline.com podcast episode 93. And also um, check out our Instagram because there'll be some videos and, and photos on that as well. And we're just Beach Travel Wine on, on Instagram. So, yeah, or on the podcast player you're listening on now, just go to the description and you can click on the link to, to the episode and just, you can just see the photos of the day that we've, we've had here. And I'll put a link to the to the zoo so you can and, – and we've got all the maps there and all that sort of stuff. And if you're ever heading up this way, the Sunshine Coast Way, or even to, to Brisbane, it's a, you know, you could come up for the day. You, it's really, it's a, it's a magical family place. It's good for just for people you know, that you know, like us, just wandering around for the day. We've had a lovely day. Yeah, well, I think we, I think it opens at eight thirty, nine, nine o'clock, yep. and we were here pretty much right on nine o'clock. Yep. It's now um, nearly one o'clock. Yeah. And at quarter past one, the the uh, Crocosam uh, Wildlife Show uh, starts. So that'd probably go for three quarters of an hour. So really, you're looking at you probably nine do... till three. Yeah, especially a full if day. you've got you're going to stop and have a meal. If you're going to um, take the kids on some of the playgrounds, if you want to do that, or you know, like there's lots of places to sit and have an ice cream as well. You could just take take your time. Yeah. So, yeah. So the price you the prices are on the website. Yeah. So we won't we won't say because they're it's liable a, it's to change. Between, it was around the fifty to sixty dollars for an adult for the day. Yeah. And when you think about how many hours you're here. Yeah, That's, it's not bad value. Yeah. I, I thought the same. I, when I looked at the price, I thought, oh. But then again, you think, well, wherever you go now, with this sort of infrastructure, they've yeah. got to pay for it. Yeah, well, as I said, 80 grand for the... Food alone. For, yeah, exactly. And there's 500 staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was your favourite little place today before we finish off, Lyle? Well, well, as I just said, I thought the snake uh, um, area, I, <laughs> oh, I just... And then, you know what the thing that really got me is, and as you talked about those tiny frogs with the iridescent yellow the and, and the blue and whatever... And you look at colours and you look at reds and your blues and your whatever, but when you see some of these snakes and the natural colour of their skin, their leather, um, it's like nothing else you've ever seen. That, uh, I think it was uh, um, the brown. And it wasn't brown, it was more almost like maroon and brown mm. mixed in together. So they're just, that's what gets me, they're just a different 
colours of their leather. It's mm. just incredible. Yeah, it was. I've, you know, I have to say, I um, I, I like that too. I did find the the rattlesnake freaked me out a bit <laughs> because it was sort of following everybody. And I, yeah, um, but I did like. I saw the wombat. You know, they were yeah, my favourite. Oh, yeah, I, and the wombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought thought they were wonderful. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed our expo exploration around around Australia Zoo. Yes. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. All right. Well, it's, um, I don't know, how do you say goodbye now? Zoo talk. Goodbye. Adios. <laughs> All right. See you next time.